Third time's a charm. This is the third time I've tried to record this podcast. Um, Apparently, I started off late. It's early in the morning, but New York is live as fuck right now. I've never heard so many planes and helicopters and bullshit all at once for over an hour. Okay, I know they're on scheduled flights. I get that. But wow, like it's insane. So let's get to it. We are in the full moon in Aries, and this is probably why I'm feeling this way. <laughs> I felt, when I woke up this morning, I felt amazing. I felt like, okay, Crystal, now it's time to get rid of every damn thing that you, has been holding you back, all of the negative programmings, all of the traumas, all of the things that you nurse and, you know, just keep in a little fucking cupboard and just check on it every now and then so you can be bitter. Um, it's just time to release that shit because it's dead and old and gone and past no longer longer exists here. This is all that matters right now and what I'm working towards. So, boom. Let's talk about moon cycles, okay? So, full moons are for releasing. So, you can make space. Like, um, getting rid of or releasing old patterns and habits and programs that do not serve you at all. Okay, that is what full moons are for. It's a completion. Once that full moon is completed, it starts a new cycle and it heads towards what? The new moon. And the new moon is for creating and birthing, manifesting what you want to desire. You can also manifest during the full moon and that is called setting your intention. Okay, so you set your intention to release negativity, to release things that no longer serve you, to release old relationships that are holding you back, to release narcissistic tendencies, to release all of the low vibrating bitterness, resentment, sadness, depression, all the shit that's holding you back to be your most greatest, highest self. We're releasing that in the full moon. Okay. We're just like, okay, that cycle or that series at Netflix series of my life that season ended. This is the this is the season finale. The full moon is the season finale. <laughs> That's so good. Full moons are for season finales. You're ending it. Okay, you're ending that season. So you can begin to create for the new season that's going to drop at the new moon. You understand what I'm saying? And then we start the cycle all over again. And then the new moon, new moon starts the new season. So for the life of me, and I did I said this during the Libra reading. And that's why I love when I'm channeling spirit and I just let spirit go to fuck off. Why are we waiting for new year to set our intentions? New year, new me. Why not new moon, new me? New moon, new me. Right? I am at my fullest version. I am at the completion. And now I am going to start a new one. All right? Because full moon, you're full. Like it's time to release all that shit out, right? So I feel, especially with We Are Magic, we're going to start setting our intentions every moon cycle. Okay, you can take advantage of all the quarters too. I mean, we have a solar eclipse, new moon, (laughs) and my fucking birthday coming up on October 25th. Why you playing? Kicking off Scorpio season. 
I am too excited. When I tell you, I know it's not about me, but I'm going to make it about me because in my reality, in my life, I am the co-creator of my life. I'm going to make it about me because I can do that. You can make it about you. But in my life, as it's falling on my birthday, I'm just like, okay, spirit, I'm so blessed. So all to the October 25th babies, <laughs> it's our time. So yeah, I'm super excited for us, you know, because <laughs> look at me, I'm like, I'm super excited for us. I have been doing intensive shadow work okay like it's been real and I've done it before but this time I had several breakthroughs and I think it set me up for this full moon I really I, I nothing is coincidence I mean everything is planned I know they say we have free will but I think that's adorable um, my higher self runs this show my higher self runs all this and all my shenanigans um I'm embodied and I told my higher self, you know, I need you to take over my life because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> I said, look, I was crying one day. I was like, <laughs> now, okay, for the religious people, you're like, who, what's your higher self? Is that a demon? No, that's you. That is past, present, future you. That is the evolved you. I just saw really, really. That is the evolved you. That is you sitting in heavenly places, like it says in the Bible. So, I love the Gnostics for dropping the little bombs, little wisdom bombs in the Bible. You know, it's not all just fear and that God loves you but hates you enough to send you to hell shit. You know, fear me. You know, it's nothing like that. You know, the Gnostics, you know, when you, <clears throat> the Messiah said, ye, that means you, ye are gods. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Everything I do and you can do and more. <laughs> Here I go. There I go. See, see what I do? Stay, stay, stay focused, Crystal Aries. Okay. So yeah, um, I've been doing deep, deep, deep shadow work. I'm taking the money mentality makeover course by Amanda Francis. Sorry about the background noise guys. Again, New York. When I tell you Amanda Francis is the real deal, Holyfield, like I see why she was heading towards to be a psychiatrist because that is who she, even though, you know, she went to the life coach she's still a psychiatrist okay she has so much wisdom and she knows how to make you go deeper than I do and I go pretty deep in the shadow work I go I mean I'm a Scorpio under the underworld in the dark I'm not afraid of it you know because I know energy is energy and that light dark nonsense is just a tactic to keep us separated we are one there is no duality it is non-duality we are one in source creator everything comes from source creator with limiting source you can't limit source you can't it's an energy it is the most high energy out of this energy all energies are formed good bad or different however you want to see it positive negative all the light dark you know there is no us versus them that is an agenda okay source will show up as an adversary because source chose to show up as an adversary you can't say us the devil no oh that's um that's ai or um, that, no, no. Source is even AI. Oh, I just heard the crows. Source is AI. Source is all. Source is everything. Remember, you are the crystal. You are the being that's here to serve your purpose, okay? But you can't go out here attacking people if you don't got your shit together. If you still believe that light versus dark nonsense or God versus devil nonsense or... You know, if you believe that still, you have shadow work to do. 
Okay, we got to stop blaming an, <laughs> a made-up energy called the devil. The devil made him do it. The demons made him do it. They're called adversaries, okay? Like I said, source is all. And source is spread out in the multiverse, okay? Source is the most high God, all right? And source created all. Even what you call the devil or demons, source created all that stuff. And you are source having a human experience right now. And as source having a, co um, a human experience, you're co-creating your life. So, so much growing because I haven't eaten. You're constantly manifesting. I know they think manifestation is witchcraft. And I'm going to start spirit belching because here we go. I hate when that happens. Any mystics, comment down below. Don't you hate it when you're doing a channeled message and this starts happening and you start feeling like what they call the spirit burps? <laughs> It is crazy. Like I like I don't even belch until this happens. So anyway, basically your thoughts create your reality. How you think, how you feel, it's all tied into one vibe or your vibration this vibration that your vibration is really low. Well, what that means is it's in a negative. Like there's positive and negative. It's not bad or good. It's just energy. Okay. So in the positive vibration, you're confident, you're happy, you're joyful, you're in gratitude, you know, you're present. You're just like, mm, I'm going to go ahead and enjoy this life. A negative vibe is where you're irritated and stressed out and depressed and resentful and jealous and, you know, angry and just, that's not a vibe. Okay. Fear. Fear is also Okay. And what you want to do is want to get to the positive vibe where you're confident, motivated, determined, disciplined, N negative vibe, procrastination, laziness, stagnation, um, excuses, scapegoating. You see what I'm saying? So instead of waiting for the new year bullshit to do your <laughs> new year, new me, let's do new moon, new me. We can transform we don't gotta wait for a designated holiday by the government we can change where the fuck we want to so when everybody's celebrating you know their <clears throat> new year new me my new year resolution is this you're like oh that's cute i've already done all that i did that last new moon right you're constantly transforming you're constantly stepping into your power you're constantly changing so use the moon cycles because that's what they're for as your seasons, as your Netflix original season. Okay. So, you know, the full moon is the conclusion of the season. The season is coming to an end. Okay. And they got to get rid of that season to start your new season. Now you don't want to drag an old season shit to your new season. You want fresh new material, right? Are you getting what I'm throwing at you? Are you catching what I'm doing? You get it. You want to create new material. Now, don't you hate it when you're watching a new season and it's just like the old season? You're like, like y'all not even going to try to do something different this time? Like, we, haven't we discussed this? Haven't we got to this point? Like, no. So what you want to do is take this full moon in Aries. And Aries is a very confident. That's the emperor card in tarot. That's... That's zaddy, okay? Um, zaddy Mars, you know, that's 
action. You know, you want to use this full moon to set the intention to get rid of procrastination, stagnation, laziness. You want to get rid of the victim mentality because the emperor doesn't have time to be a victim. The emperor runs corporations. Um, the emperor runs kingdoms. Okay. You want that mentality. You want to suck in that area, not to fight me energy. You that's, 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 that's negative. See, we want the positive energy of Aries, not the negative. Okay. Aries are to me, I have an oldest son who's an Aries. <laughs> He's so freaking funny. So Aries is confident. Aries is funny. Aries is spontaneous. Aries is powerful. I just, I have a lot of friends who are Aries and um, I, I always call them the gods of war. Like, oh, you god of war, you know, they're the gods of war, right? Like, you know, you want to embrace that confidence right now. So what you want to do is you want to get rid of, because the season is ending, you know, the season of lack, the season of not enough, the season of negativity, the season of limits, the season of attracting what's bad for you. And you want to start focusing your intention for the new moon, the new season that's coming up. Because see, right now, this season is coming to an end. You know, this last season, it's a whack season. We don't want this season no more. The season's ridiculous. Like you're just, ugh, I can't believe I even did this season. So let's end this season off with a shebang with a cliffhanger, okay, to make sure your future self like, well, God bless, they are doing what, if you ever watched Attack on Titan, you know, Aaron Yeager, if you haven't watched it, you're not going to understand it, but it's like that deals with your higher self leading your life, and you've got to understand you are the co-creator of your life, I'm going to hone this in for you. You are the co-creator of your existence, so everything outside of you, not the you can't control what goes on outside. I call it my personal universe. My personal universe consists of my job, my close connections, not non-playable characters, my closest connections, my friends, my family, my children, myself. That's my universe. Okay. So if I have a character in my universe or my series that wants to go off the rails, well, they get kicked out. They kicked out, they get kicked out of my series and out of my universe. Well, see, now you're a non-playable character. You just, I don't have time to be nice. Okay. I can be as pleasant and loving and joyful as possible. But when it starts to negatively affect my season, I'm the producer, writer, and director of this shit. Not some non-playable character, not some walk-in. You're not coming into my space, disrupting what I'm working towards. All right. So with that being said, you have got to, that's what protecting your energy means. You protect your universe. See yourself like in your little personal universe, because you know, you're, here's you, you have your higher self and you have source and you know how the channel runs up, you know, management. And, um, <laughs> but in your universe, you're like, okay, this is how I want this to go. This is how I want this to go. And of course, it's not going to be perfect. Of course, things happen. We're on earth. Like this is life. This is the game of life. Just like system of a down set in aerials, you know, we always want to go. We always want to come to earth, but we never want to stay when we get here. We're like, oh God, I'm ready for this to end. And that's just not 
we're swimming through the void. We hear the word. I'm telling you, that song is the shit. <laughs> I listened to that song forever back in the day. And then when you become spiritual and you listen to songs again, you're like, oh my God, they were trying to wake us up. No wonder he was so, like, Serge, anytime he had an interview, he was so fucking annoyed. <laughs> now, because I get annoyed when people ask me questions and they're missing the point. You know, they're just like trying to set you up. They interrupt you, shit like that. So I get it. Serge was trying to wake everybody up. But let's get back to what I was saying. Set up with this full moon. And all future moons after this, set it up to create the life that you want. Manifestation doesn't happen instantly for, like most of the time it doesn't. Okay, you got to think and feel it. So for instance, when you're manifesting something negative, because like I said, we're constantly doing it. This is your brain. It is a supercomputer. All right. See your supercomputer logged on to Amazon.com of the universe. Okay. And it's always putting orders in, always into your universe. It's always like, oh, Crystal is afraid this is going to happen. She's so afraid that she's thinking about it constantly. She's worried about it. And that's the vibe. The universe goes off the energy of the vibe. So it doesn't matter if I'm. it's a negative vibe or a positive vibe. The universe goes, okay. So that's why a lot of times the thing that you're afraid of, oh, I'm so afraid this is going to happen. I hope this doesn't happen. I hope that hope and fear are one and the same. It's a vibe. It's just a positive and a negative. But anyway, you're feeding into it. Okay. So you can hope something great can happen or you can hope something bad doesn't happen. Either way, you're hoping. I'm afraid that if I go down the street, I'm going to get robbed. It's a feeling. You're like, fear. Here's hope. Same feeling. Different vibration. I hope I don't get robbed when I go down the street. Still feeling. Okay? So, you really got to watch not only your thoughts, but your emotions. And you're like, okay, well, Crystal, how the fuck can I control my thoughts? You capture them. So, what you do. Well, I'll give you an instance of what I do. I... I'm minding my own business, and then this negative thought pops in my head. You're dying, Crystal. <laughs> I go, now what I used to do, I get instant, I mean instantly, I would feed it. I would just go, oh my God, I do have severe Crohn's disease. I'm not feeling well, and I give it validation, right? I don't know why I'm losing my voice all of a sudden. Hold on for a second. Got to get some coffee. Shameless plug of the merch. You want it? We are magic with a K.com. Okay. Go ahead and buy the, go ahead and get the mug. Go, go, go hook your sister up. But anyway. So you're dying. Hits my fucking frequency. And back in the day, I would just be like depressed. And, you know, I fed it. I fed the energy of the thought of it. Okay. The limiting thought. And then as I do shadow work, as I do uh, more deep diving, as I go deep, 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 and I just start dissecting through all of the bullshit that they've placed on us since, you know, we got here as children. I realize like, okay, I don't have to think this shit anymore. 
So what I do now, because I'm very kind to myself, I'm not going to be mean to myself anymore. I'm not going to keep reliving and making my past energy relive the same bullshit over and over. Because every time the past is gone, remember the season is over because we're ending it. Okay. That season's over. So why am I rewatching it, causing that energy, that old crystal, the old version of crystal to go through the same traumatic bullshit over and over and over again? I want that crystal because these energies are still alive. I'm still me. And this is just a Phoenix version rising in me. This is the, you know, new me. I am trying to create a new story. Okay. And what you want to do is heal the past. Okay. You want to honor the past. You want to heal it. You don't want to keep going back to it, reliving it. You want to heal that situation and you want to see it as a lesson. Okay. It's something that, and the lesson is this, you have been fucked with. Okay. You've been fucked with. You've been fucked with by the matrix system. Okay. It's not the Maya system. The Maya system puts you in amnesia state so you can enjoy life as a human and then work your way up to enlightenment to so, so you can go back to your higher self and you know your purpose here on earth. But the matrix system doesn't ever want you to know that. They want you to think you're just a basic ass human who was born in the sin. You can't even come into the world correctly as a pure innocent baby. You're born in the sin. You ain't shit. And if you don't get baptized and believe in our God and our religion, you won't burn in fucking hell. Ugh. We got to deprogram all that shit. Because God is you. You are love. You are supported. The universe supports you. Okay. And I don't mean that in an egotistical sense. Like it's what I just said. Source is all having an experience. Okay. All right. So you want to go deep back in. So I know I'm being, I'm attacking myself. So I tell that thought, fuck off. I mean, this is how I handle it. I'm not attacking myself. I'm attacking that program that is not part. It's a virus is how I see it. All right. So I tell the virus to fuck off. So that's like my antivirus shield. Poof, it's gone. So now I go, okay, self. Okay, Crystal. Where did that come from? Let's go back. So we go back into the past together. I take myself back to the past. We'll go as far back as I possibly can to when I was first diagnosed of Crohn's. And it was literally severe. Most people don't have severe Crohn's out the gate. I had it straight out the gate. And... All of the medication I was on, it was very traumatic for me. I was in my early 20s, okay? I went from very healthy with a small child, oldest son, little Kevin. He was only three when I got diagnosed, by the way. Toddler. This baby had to, I mean, I was laying on the couch in excruciating pain, okay? And, you know, I couldn't get pain pills back then. This is when the opioid epidemic was kicking off. And for some reason, and I get why my doctor, he said the reason why he didn't want to put me on pain medicine was because the pain was an indication that something was wrong and pain medicine would mask that. And he was afraid that, you know, I could have a perforation. So I get it. I love him. I love my doctor. Um, but still, I was in excruciating pain and I could not function. So my, I remember being on the couch and my baby, my oldest son, who's three, because when we had VCRs back then, and he was so smart. So I would put on Winnie the Pooh for him because that was his favorite show as a baby. I'd put on Winnie the Pooh. He even knew how to work a VCR. So I'd set his tapes up for him. 
make him some little tatina rolls, little snack as much as I could. He had to learn to start taking care of himself at a very young age. And I would just lay on the couch and just sit like this and watch him because I, I said, honey, I need you to be good for mommy, okay? Because I'm very, very sick. And this poor child had to sit there and see me suffer. Traumatic for him and me, okay? And for me, because I felt like I was failing him. I felt like I wasn't showing up for him. Um, and then from there, I got very, very sick even more. And then by 2004, because I had my youngest son in 2003, almost lost him several times because of Crohn's. And then in 2004, I had a perforation of my bowel. That's a tear. And leaked all that disease and stool into my bloodstream. It went to my stomach. My stomach was siphoning out through my fucking organs and my liver and everything. I was, almost, I was basically having a heart attack. My heart was trying to stop. I was severely septic to the point that my surgeon came out to my family after he removed over a feet of small and large intestines, told him, we did all we can, all we can do now, wait, but it's not looking good. You know, you might want to prepare yourself because it was that bad. These are all traumatic experiences for me. And then in 2007, I can't remember when I had it done. Yeah, it was 2007 when I got very, very sick and I developed fistulas. <laughs> I was already dealing with fissures and these are sores and cracks and things that happen with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And I was dealing with that down there, okay? Just ate up, just constantly in pure flare mode. So my intestines who had, you know, ulcers and sores and stuff, it was manifesting on the outside of my body now. Like I was ate up and Crohn's attacks everything. It's not just your gut. It attacks your, it attacks your eyes, your mouth, your throat, like your skin. You start getting eczema. Like it is horrific. It's a horrific disease. It's absolutely, it's not just a diarrhea disease. It is horrific. Okay. To me, with what I've been experiencing, it's like a slow cancer that eats away at you. And I'm going to tell you why. So I've already lost over a foot of both intestines. Okay. And then in 2007, I had to have a colostomy put in because of the fistulas. The fistulas are tunnels. Sorry, I'm getting gross with you guys, but I need you to understand what I have been through. So you can understand why I can tell you do not give up. That it is possible not to give up. I had fistulas down there. Okay. And that's because I was so ate up in my colon that my body has so much infection that my body made tunnels to remove infection and disease. So I literally had poop coming out of different orifices down there. Okay. It was crazy. Horrific. Okay. They would develop as almost cyst, painful, painful cyst. And they had to lance them and nothing but came out. It was disgusting. When I tell you I felt like Job, I felt like, well, this is the end for me. Like, I mean, this is my fucking life. This is what I got to deal with. Pain. Not only am I dealing with pain, I'm dealing with shit. I'm dealing with misery. How am I going to have a relationship? Who's going to want me? You see what I'm saying? That's what you have to unpack when you're doing the shadow work shit. So trauma. And then in 2012, after that, you know, I was okay for a while. And then in 2012... They had to 
because I had a fistula where my ostomy was, I had one pop up right here above it. So even though I had a stoma and I was releasing the bowel, I had one that popped up here. They lanced it open because it was very painful, it was swollen. They didn't know what was going on. They opened it up and just pus and everything just poured out of my gut. And they were like, oh God, Crystal, thank God that was trapped in a pocket. It was trapped in a fat pocket, they said, because had it not been, I would have been septic again. It would have got to my heart. And it's just... So that's why I've been doing extensive shadow work. That's why I've been trying to unpack because I'm tired of hearing you're dying. I'm tired of hearing that shit. So that happened in 2012. So the surgeon that I have now or had, I'm in New York now, so I'm going to have to make get some new doctors here. But the surgeon I had there, you know, he's my age, he was young, and he was just like, man, I hate to do this to you, Crystal, this is not fair. You know, he's, I was hoping to reverse that ostomy. I was wanting you to have your life back. They had to remove my entire colon. It was that infested. If they had not removed it, I would have died. I was ate up. So they removed my whole colon. And then they had to remove my rectum because I was developing fistulas again. And my rectum wasn't even attached to my intestines. Do you see what I'm saying? So they had to remove my rectum completely. And total colorectomy. Um, removed my colon. And then they gave me a permanent ileostomy right here. Okay. You know what that does to my confidence? Now, most healthy people say this. You should be grateful <laughs> that you're alive. You're healthy. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what it feels like to be in excruciating pain because this is painful. Um, imagine, you know, not only there's poop around, you know, when a baby gets a diaper rash, right? <laughs> so horrible. Baby gets a diaper rash, their skin breaks. It, the, the poop the bowel, the waste eats up at their skin and inflames it. I have a permanent one going on around here all the time. And people who have ileostomies that they'll say, oh, well, I don't have that problem. It's obviously you don't have the right da 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 da. So it's always someone got something to say. Well, it's because I don't have any small intestines left. Remember back in 2004 when they removed a lot of it? I have, if you saw an upper GI of me, it would go like this. And that's it. It don't go. I don't have... Any small, I have no intestines left to spare. And I'm going to wrap this up here in a minute. This is why I hear you're dying. My doctors told me this was my last surgery. They have nothing left to take. A surgeon doesn't even want to look at me. They don't even want to touch me because I have so much scar tissue and I've been cut open so many times. It's just upsetting. See, I could feel myself getting upset. But it shows me, instead of putting me in a victim mentality, it shows me, God, plus things... I am a survivor. I'm a warrior, period. And I was like, I do not give up. No matter how sick or how much I'm dying, I'm just like, no, I've got too much stuff to do. And this is where destiny comes into play. But they said, if I get sick again, it's hospice. And they just had to tell the truth. I mean, they're usually positive, but they were like, Crystal, we have nothing left. There's no more intestines for, intestines for us to take. If you get a perforation again, you're done. So yeah, I'm dying and uh, it's upsetting. And then right after I had that surgery, Crohn's attacked me viciously to where they called me because they had to do a camera thing. I can't do a colonoscopy anymore. 
um, because, you know, I don't have a colon or anything go up, so I have to swallow a camera so them to see how bad it is. And my uh, <laughs> my Crohn's nurse said I was riddled in Crohn's. This is after the surgery. Like, it came back. So with that being said, I'm constantly in malnutrition, malabsorption. I don't retain anything. Um, I stay dehydrated. Um, you can look at my fingers. Like, I'm just been, I've been in water, and they're wrinkled. That's dehydration. I constantly drink water, so don't come at me about that. Water is not enough for me. I've been in the hospital where I had fluids pumped in me. You know, they told me I shouldn't have been there. They said, Crystal, how are you even alive? Because your magnesium and potassium are heart attack low. Like my heart should, my nurse and doctor said, your heart shouldn't be beating right now. I'm not allowed to die, apparently. So with that being said, I'm constantly reminded with my condition that I, my time is limited, okay? But I'm being constantly reminded through source that I have shit to do. And I can't keep using my disease as a scapegoat as to why I can't do anything. I still work a full-time job. I'm not on disability. I'm still out here, you know, trying my best to the point where my sons will look at me and say, like, they see me down. Like, I have bad days, period. Like, I'm going through a bad day right now, but I have worse days, okay? That's when I'm just bad. My oldest son saw me on my worst, one of my worst days the other night, and it scared him. And my youngest son always says, Mom, you're so strong, you don't really put on that you're sick, even though we know you're sick. They've been in the hospital with me. They've been there crying. They've been there upset. He said, but you put on such a front that you're just fine. We forget. He said, and then we get reminded. I said, oh, yeah, I go through the same thing. I know I have to change this ostomy every three days. It's a reminder. Even though this disease is horrific, it keeps me grounded. Because it makes me focus on self. I don't have time to worry about other people when I'm trying to stay alive right now. You know, I've got things to do and I've got to take care of myself. And how can I take care of anybody or show up for you? I can't even make a fucking video if I'm miserable. All I can do is basically go to work because I work from home. Okay, I have a job where I'm blessed. That I, I don't have to jump on the subway. I don't have to travel for hours because I got this awesome situation. You know, leaks happen. Things happen. But I'm so blessed to have a job. I can work right here. That's my bed right there. Okay. And there's been times I've been so sick that I log on and I bust out as much as I can. And then when it's lunchtime, I set my timer for 30 minutes because I need about 30 minutes to recuperate. And I'll just crawl in bed and just rest because I'm that sick. Okay. And I am ready to change it about my life. So I have been doing... Dr. Joe dispenses meditation on taking that energy from your gut, from your survival center and shooting it straight up to my brain and just setting, because energy goes where intention follows. All right. So when you set your intention, that's where the energy is going to go. So he takes your energy and he pulls it up through, you know, the tube and I just place it right there and I send that energy out. It's all built up inside of me and I, release it because I'm a sacral generator. Look up your human design, by the way. And I have to stay grounded. I have to stay, you know, because I'm sick. And just me doing it several times for like a week, 
did wonders for my health, wonders for my stoma. You know, like I said, I don't have a lot. Stoma is the cutoff of the intestines. It's a little tiny thing. I don't have a lot, okay? Man, this thing is just about to break. I don't have a lot of small intestines, like I said. Ugh, my stomach's growling. I need to eat. But when uh, my surgeon did my ileostomy, he pulled it as far as he could. Like I said, I didn't have much small intestines left. So my stoma does not stick out of my hole at all. Okay, so all of the waste gets shot all around my hole. So my hole never fully closed. Ugh, it's, it's horrific. Okay, I don't mean to gross y'all out. But with that being said, <laughs> see, yeah, it's a shitty situation. I can feel some of y'all saying that. Yeah, it's very shitty. Very painful. So when I release any type of bowel or waste or whatever, I can, this is the most horrific pain. Like, it's horrible. And I just, <gasps> I have to, you know, take a minute. And um, the next podcast I'm going to do is about Wachuma. Look it up. It's cool. Um, I went through a Wachuma retreat ceremony to release Crohn's disease to see why I have Crohn's. Because Wachuma is a cactus in South America. It grew in South America. It's a medicine that comes from this cactus. And it's um, grandfather spirit. You know, and Wachuma shows you what caused Crohn's disease. That's the whole point. Like, what is the underlying cause of why I have Crohn's disease? And it's shame. It's from all the past mistakes I've made. And it's just shame, just self-hatred. And I have to work through that. So that's what that's about. So I want to use this full moon to set intentions that I'm going to make more healthy choices, that I'm going to do um, more. I'm going to, this is it. Hold on. Discipline, dedication, determination. The three D's. Discipline, dedication, determination. And I'm going to hone that into my life because I'm so sick of making excuses and procrastinating. I know what I need to do. I know what I have to work on. And that is me creating my new season coming up for the new moon on October 25th. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, yes, use this full moon. Close your season out. Set your intention. I'm getting rid of this, 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 and that. It's gross. I don't want it. Get rid of it. And start creating and heading towards the new moon on what you want to manifest for your life for your new season. And just watch it bloom. Okay? Like I said, takes a while to get this manifestation thing going the right way. You're already manifesting the negative shit. So let's work on the positive. Okay? <laughs> Thank you for letting me vent about my issue. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, shout out to the IBD Warriors, man. We out here. We're showing up even when, you know, what we have makes you call off. Makes you call off for three days. Sometimes over three days, you have to go get a doctor's excuse about it. You would call off work. We have to show up like this, you know. So, you know, we're strong and I'm proud of us. And uh, I'm not going to accept the fact, you know, we all want to have to transition one day but I'm not gonna be afraid to do it my biggest I'm not afraid of death my biggest fear is afraid of leaving behind my loved ones and knowing the pain that they're going to feel because I've you know I've been hearing this since 1998 don't leave us Crystal don't leave please don't leave us please you can just see the pain on my mother's face that her daughter has something that she can't fix like you can't fix it that's the worst pain for a mom or a parent or a dad to see their child suffering and I saw 4141 on the recording when I said that so yeah I mean it's hard 
And uh, also for the podcast listeners, follow me on YouTube. You know, we are Magic with a K. We're at same thing as my title. Um, and YouTube, follow me on the podcast, okay? So, yeah, um, use the moon cycles to transform your life, okay? Why wait for a year when you can do it every cycle? I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you so much. Comment um, how you're going to end your season and start your new season for new moon, new you, boo-boo, coming up soon, okay? I love you so, so much. And remember, we are magic and we are one. And have a beautiful, beautiful week. Talk to you soon. Bye.